0: What's up, everybody? Friday, July 29th. I'm ready for the weekend. Are you ready for the weekend? But first, before we get into the weekend, we have a fantastic interview with Virginia Tech middle linebacker, Dax Hollifield, captain. Ever heard of him? We'll be interviewing him today. And that is our final podcast we are putting out before an unbelievable August. We have some incredible guests lined up, whether they be fan favorites from the 90s, from the thousands, from the thousand and tens. We have an awesome, 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 awesome August lined up. And that includes coaches from other programs. So definitely, definitely, if you have not hit the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever other odd medium you may be listening to this on, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Aside from that, we are the sons of Saturday. My name is Billy Ray Mitchell. I am in Rhode Island. We got Pat Finn, who is local to Charlotte, but he is down the shore in the Jersey Shore doing some fist pumping and rocking a—you guessed it—a Roback t-shirt, sweatshirt, long sleeve. Looks comfortable. Love Roback. He got me hooked on it. I used to give him crap for wearing ninety-dollar polos, but now I have three of them, so I love them. Go and get yourself some Roback. And then we have Grayson, who is rocking. The sleeveless shirt because he's about to go pound asphalt in the streets of Los Angeles, California. So before we jump in with Dax, gotta say, this podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Main Street Pharmacy. Jeremy Counts, he cares about your health, he cares about your well-being, he cares about the town of Blacksburg, and he cares about the athletic department. If those align with things that you love and you want to support local, and you want to be more than just a number, you want to be a neighbor, what better place to go than Main Street Pharmacy located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia. And Pat, my good friend here, has a little bit of a business proposition for you. Pat, why don't you go ahead and place this business proposition before you get with
1: Dax?
2: Let's let's talk about it. We're going to have a big August. We're going to have a big football season. Podcasts, digital content, uh, social content. And articles going up on the website as well. So we have two two announcements here. If you or your business or your husband or wife's business or your family member's business, your cousin, your friend, your uncle, if they want to get involved with the Sons of Saturday this fall, uh, please hit us up. Let us know. We have a lot of uh, fun opportunities to get involved with, whether that is on the podcast, on the website or at one of our upcoming events in Blacksburg. Uh, the Boston College Weekend and the Miami Weekend, we are uh, going to be doing some things at McLean's. That's an Easter egg. Also, if you are interested in writing for the Sons of Saturday website, if you want to help us out this fall, uh, if you're a student, alumni, or just a diehard Hokey fan who wants to get involved with Sons of Saturday, as a writer or as an intern, please reach out to us, uh, whether it's pat at sonsofsaturday.com over email or our channels on social media, Instagram, Twitter at Sons of Sat VT. Please hit us up. We are looking for uh, some help this fall and uh, we'd love any opportunity for partnership or sponsorship as well as we roll into football, our busiest time of the year. Uh, But that is it for me. Enjoy this interview with Dax and uh, we'll chat with you guys soon. Everybody, it's Friday afternoon rolling into the weekend. But before we do that, we have another Sons of Saturday interview for you all. Uh, before we get into that, we got Billy Ray hailing from Portsmouth, Rhode Island. We got Grayson out in LA. I'm Pat Finn at the Jersey Shore coming at you live from Normandy Beach. And we got Dax Hollifield down there in Blacksburg ready for another. Uh, August on the horizon. Dax is a Mm -hmm. senior. Mike Linebacker Halen from Shelby, North Carolina, returning for his fifth year. Uh, He served as captain in 2021 and led the team in tackles with 92. Also led the team with nine tackles for loss and four and a half sacks and that clutch interception against Carolina in week one. Dax was all HCC honorable mention in 2021. His profile on Hokiesports.com. Says that he loves to grill, cook, and bake, and frequently shows off his creations <laughs> on social yeah. media. And he is also a skilled welder. Now, this is just you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm blown away, blown away by all that. But Dax, for the first time, welcome to the Sons of Saturday. It's been uh, it's been a while, but uh, we're fi- we're fi- we're finally we're fired thank up you. to finally get
3: you on. <laughs> Honestly, thank you all for having me. It's an honor.
0: Yeah, so tell us a little bit about this grilling, cooking, baking, uh, welding. Again, this sounds like a Love Island promo. It sounds like we're we're getting you a day yeah.
3: set up. So tell me what you got going on. I try on. to be, I'm a, I, I'm a jack of all trades, you know, like uh, in high school. I got my first offer when I was, I was a freshman from Clemson. So I was like, yeah, I don't need to take on these hard classes anymore. So I just started taking construction and welding and all metals and all that stuff. So I was just in there for like half the day just messing around, but the cooking really comes from my grandmother. She passed away a couple of years ago, but she was just crazy in the kitchen, man. Every Sunday, she'd just whip up a whole, whole meal for the whole family. And she just, she taught me a lot and look up. She was a great woman. So I looked up to her and I learned, I learned a lot from her and I still have a recipe. She wrote everything down. So that's where I really learned it all from her. What's the, uh, what's the premier dish? What did she used to make? Uh, she baked a lot. Her pound cake was crazy, man. Like it, it'll, it it'll, would it'll put some pounds on you, though, for real. Like it was, <laughs> it was. It probably has like I'm pretty sure it has like a pound of butter, a pound of eggs, a pound of flour, and a pound of sugar in it. That's how you. That's how you make it, like her way, and and some sour cream. You had to put some sour cream in there. But I like to make chicken parm. My brother really likes it, so if he likes it, he's really picky guy. So if he likes it, so I, I know I'm doing pretty good. But the chicken parm is probably my my go to dish in the kitchen so talking
0: about it being a jack of all trades um I got to talk to you about your outfit at ACC football kickoff you opted for the tan uh the tan yeah. suit talk to me a little bit about uh about the the, G, the GQ shoot and what went into that uh that thought process because usually usually you know in college you got one blazer maybe two for some date yeah. party it looks like you pulled out all
3: the stops here for
0: ACC media day
3: see over my years here I've collected a couple of suits. I have, I have my black one. I have my gray one. I have a, a good navy blue one. Uh, and so I was like, "What do I need? I need a tan." And that's really what my thought progression was. And it looks good. I'm blonde, you know. I feel like that the light goes with the light, and it's a good summer summertime outfit, summertime suit. And that was really my thought progression through it all. It looked good on. So,
0: Dax Hollifield and Steve Harvey, two of the proponents for the rare pullout of the uh, of the tan suit. Let's 100%. talk a little bit about uh, ACC Media Day. How was that experience for you? Getting to go with uh, with your teammates and uh, get to go around, and make the rounds with Coach Pry in his first ACC Media
3: Day. It was a lot of fun. Got a. It was a long day, but you got to meet a lot of new people. Uh, got to. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't really hard. It was. It was a bunch of stations. Got to be on camera a lot. Got a really good flow of things. Uh, got to. Just hang around Pry and really get to know him at a a, a higher level. So it was really cool. And hang out with Silas and Caleb, um, that's that's always great. So it was a good time.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the transition. Um, And I'll tee this up by saying you've been through a lot in your career, Dax. Uh, I remember when we were recruiting you, had a great relationship with Coach Foster. You saw winning in 2019 where y'all were a game away from the ACC championship. A tough couple of years, the past two, but iconic memories like the Wake Forest send off for Coach Foster, the UNC game in 2019, every UVA game that you have played as a uh, as a linebacker here at Tech has been iconic. In the age of the transfer portal and pay for play, and you know getting recruited by other schools after you're already out of school, what kept you in Blacksburg for your career and ultimately led you to stick around in 2022?
3: I don't, I I try to pride myself on like never quitting. And that's really what anything I do, I don't really want to quit at. and I want to be the best I can be. And so just the love for this place and love for this program, I wanted to be at a high level, just maybe stick around and just, I don't know. I love this place. I love Blacksburg. I love the fans, love the whole community. And that's why I came here. And that's why this place is home to me. And it's just, it's been a great ride. Um, it hasn't been went the way obviously I wanted to, but I have one more shot at doing everything that I came here to do. and I'm excited about that. And I'm grateful for that.
0: So with any transition, there's a feeling out period between player and coach. I went through it when uh, coach Beamer stepped down and coach Fuente jumped in and, um, what has that process been like? Getting to meet all sorts of new faces. There hasn't been as much carryover uh, as there was in the previous transition, except for Coach Price and a couple of other support members. What was that feeling out period like? And what is the relationship between player and coach right now?
3: It was it was it was easy. You know, they're very personal guys. They're very approachable uh, coaches, and you know, they want to get to know the players. They came in and they wanted. They just wanted. They told us we want to work. They want to be good. We just got to work. And that's what we did. We put our head nose to the grindstone and got after it. And the guys that wanted to work, like, it, they, they, that's, that's who they, that's the guys they want. You know what I'm saying? So it was easy to, to get close to the guys and close to the coaches, and co- especially Coach Pry. He's been very personal. I go in his, I went in his office today and just, just shoot the, shoot the shit with him. It's just great. Um, very nice guys, very good staff and very easy to talk to, I'd say.
0: So the one coach that I wanted to ask you about, um, for those of you that don't know, didn't know Dax, and I mean this as a form of endearment, you're a meathead. You love being in the weight room. You love mm-hmm. getting after it, whether it's a uh, lift after practice, a lift after the lift, whatever. And I know you had a great relationship with Coach Crosby, Coach Hillgart, Coach Schumann. What has it been like getting to know Coach Galt? What is your relationship with him? Coach Ferguson, who's coming back, who a lot of people are yeah. really excited to have back in Blacksburg. How does their program differ? And uh, how has that relationship been as you all have gotten started?
3: Oh, I love it. You know, I love being in the weight room. Uh, Coach Galt, he's a great guy. He's an energizer, buddy. He's always, he's always bumping around, talking to people, trying to do something. He can't ever sit still. Uh, he's just a great guy. I really, I'm really excited for him being the helm of our strength and conditioning program. But having Ferd back is great, too. Uh, he was around a little bit when I was getting recruited. Just seeing him, seeing him around. It was great, but now just getting to actually work with him and hearing a lot about him before and you actually get to work with him and him coaching me and just, uh getting better every day has really been great. He likes to talk crap a lot, and that really, for an older guy, like you like that because like it helps you, it helps push you every day, and you get that little bit extra more. And he knows what he's talking about, and that dude was strong as an ox back here when he played. So if I, I'm going to definitely listen to him just to get stronger, and he's done a great job.
4: So, Dex, you're coming up on what will be your fifth and final fall in Blacksburg. Outside of the coaching change, from a facility, resources, and kind of overall allure to a recruit or someone considering playing football in maroon and orange, why should anyone strongly consider Virginia Tech?
3: Facilities-wise, I mean, we really revamped on the whole place. It's really, really nice. Like, the the dining hall upstairs is crucial. That was – that was a must for our development as a program and development as players. Like you can definitely tell the difference in guys' bodies just having the right nutrition day in, day out com- combined with the, the strength and conditioning aspect of it. Plus like it's beautiful. Like summer's in Blacksburg when you're training, like it's max 85. And it's just not really much humidity. It's just great to to work out in. And It's just a really nice place to be at. And it's, and the facilities are, just it's beautiful man honestly the indoor is really nice the weight room's really nice the players round is really nice we're about to get a new locker room and honestly when it comes to facilities I don't think there's really any other place that outdoes us in the ACC I'd say so it's, it's really nice. So
0: you mentioned it so I'm going to ask about it uh, when I was at Tech it was a little bit of a challenge with nutrition you finish practice you go all the way up into um, the Bowman room uh, back when I was there and Um, I want to, I haven't really been able to ask an athlete the impact of the nutrition changes that we have made in the past 300 days. Can you kind of walk us through where it was and where it is now and the impact that you've seen? Because the the, it is extremely visible to see kind of guys getting where they need to be. Bodies look a lot different. You're saying that a lot of that has to do with nutrition. Mm -hmm.
3: Definitely. Like before we would only get a meal, we get breakfast. We had to walk over to D2 every morning before we had this uh, dining hall now. And after practice, we get like a to-go meal, like a Moe's burrito or something like that. But now like breakfast, lunch and lunch like extends to dinner. It's all day long that we can get great food cooked by our amazing chefs. And just instead of going out at night and guys going to Wendy's or McDonald's, they can actually get really good, high quality nutrition. Uh, And that's really definitely been a big difference, especially the timing of it. Having that right after a lift, and that right after a practice, it, it's crucial for our recovery and just our development, I'd say.
2: So last question about the uh, transition here, Dax. We just saw some highlights this morning on Instagram from the Home Run Derby earlier <clears throat> uh, that looked like it was yesterday. What have been some of the other team-building events that you guys have been doing uh, since the new staff came in that have been kind of different from the last regime and you know that you wanted to highlight uh, to the listeners?
3: Uh, I mean, they just, they just make us be around each other all the time. Like, we're around, keep us at a facility a good amount just to watch family's bond with each other. So, it's been courteous to just get closer with the guys, especially up there in the dining hall. I really just like going up there and just talking to my boys. Like, it's just a big cafeteria area, and that's really a good hangout spot. Um, uh, other than that, the home of diamond was great yesterday, though. Uh, Grant Wells, he was on my team, he was my first pick. He really, he, he was going yard all day, but Caleb, man, the black team—they they sort of screwed us. They they cheated a little bit. You can ask Giant Jordan about it. But Caleb Smith was another guy yesterday. We just we just raking them all day long. So uh, and Harrison Saint Germain. I didn't I didn't do that well. Uh, I think I had two about three foul balls, a little pop up, and I, I think I whiffed one time. So I didn't have my my best outing. I'd say.
0: So look, we're done talking about our d'oeuvres. We're done talking about baseball. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit of football. Um, first question is as you guys enter camp in a few days here, what are the, some of the biggest areas of improvement that you're going to be focused on yourself and areas that you think the team needs to get better at before we open the season with ODU?
3: Myself, I'm looking more coverage specific. I'd say he's trying to have quicker feet, be more agile and just being be able to be a, a three down linebacker for the next level. That's crucial to be able to play in the league. And that's what I, that's my goals and I have goals and aspirations to play in the NFL one day. And I got to really develop them that this, this fall as a team, I just want, I want us to attack every day and not really take anything for granted. I would say just take, take it one day at a time and just put, you give everything you've got each and every day and not really try to not really feel it out. At first, you're right from the jump. Attack everything that's thrown at us, and I really want. If I see that as a team, I think we're going to have a really good season.
2: We're bringing back seven returning starters on defense here, um, but you know, talking about newcomers or talking about guys who uh, you know may not be a returning starter, who are some of those other guys that have looked really good in spring ball and that you're really excited to see uh, out in fall camp.
3: On offense, I'd say Connor Blumerick.
2: He's a freak, man. Like
3: he's such a good athlete; it's actually insane. And he's like one of my best friends. And just like him being over there and actually making plays really gets under my skin because he likes to talk a lot of junk. And so it's definitely gonna be a fun fall camp to with him every day. Uh, also, Nick Gallo, another tight end. He's 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 been really working his butt off and become a really good blocker. And now in the pass game, he catches every ball that's thrown his way. Uh, on defense side of the ball. I would say I'm excited for Breon Murray. That dude works his tail every day. He's the first one in the building and the last one out every day. And just he might not be the fastest, might not be the most athletic, but when it comes to his craft and his technique and fundamentals, he has it on point. And I know if there's a guy that I trust with the game on the line, he's one of those guys that I know is going out there and get the job done. So those three of the guys I'd probably say I'm most excited for.
0: So you may not have an answer for this one, but it's a fun one. And, you know, you're a good interview; You give fun answers. So I figured I'd ask. <laughs> In my time at Tech, the big fab was learning how to do backflips. C.J. Rivas started Ooh. doing backflips, and then Isaiah Ford was doing backflips and catching the ball off of the jugs machine. He was doing it with C.J. Carroll. Um, probably best the coaches didn't know that was going on. I'm sure they wouldn't have wanted everybody doing that. David Wilson um, famously yeah. scaled the Castle Coliseum uh pylon or or whatever you want to call that. Uh, I'm curious, what is the most athletic thing that you have seen someone like Connor Blumrick or somebody else uh, not on a football field?
3: No, Connor. So anybody we had yeah. best we had best man's a couple of years ago and the dude climbed a whole tree, like was like 30 feet up in the air and jumped off and just completely just landed it. It was just nuts, man. I'm honestly, honestly it was just
1: <laughs> yes.
3: He might have he might have le- tweaked his ankle a little bit. I think he did, but <laughs> it was so athletic. Literally he jumped like 30, 40 feet in the air. It was just it was nuts. And so we have a we have a good time out yeah. here it's, it's it's great, it's great time.
0: I would say, yeah, keep the thirty foot tree jumps to uh to best yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Let's keep that going on, the best man, but not in the fall go ahead
4: <laughs> so uh coach pride told us when we when we interviewed him yesterday that he will be calling the defense this year i i guess dax what what has it been like to learn under the man who helped shape the the careers of the likes of micah parsons and brandon smith
3: it's been great like he's very aggressive um and he's very like uh Sound and what and just how he plays fo- calls a game. Um, it's been he's very similar to Coach Foster and how he calls everything. Like just the defense terminology is very similar. Um, he, you can definitely tell when he's when he's calling it versus Marv calling it. I would say like it's just he likes certain things a lot more. Um, he puts his linebackers in great a lot of positions to make a lot of plays, and that's what I'm excited for. So I'm gonna know I'm gonna have a lot of opportunities to make some plays this year. And so he's learned from him. It's been great and he just has a really high knowledge of the game and i'm excited to learn a lot more from him as the, as the season get going.
0: Question on that when you say you can tell the difference between how they <laughs> two call the the two call it is it a conservative thing is it an alignment thing how would you describe the difference between the play calling uh cadence there? I would
3: say more just the coverage on the back end. Um I mean you can play you can play a lot of man, you can play a lot of cover 2, a lot of cover 3. Um of quarters or i mean when it comes to blitzing, you can mix those things up as well and just subtle just, just certain calls you can tell different coaches like a lot more um just being through uh this is my third coordinator um just learn from people that who have called like the, the games like definitely people like certain things you can definitely tell who would be calling different things like coach ham really like cover three and we ran a lot of cover three coach foster loved playing quarters and did a lot of inverted two um and so, just Pry and Marv. They have. There's a little bit of difference when they call things, but it's it's all the same calls. We should all be able to run them. So
4: we'd be we'd be remiss if we didn't ask what's what's the energy of new defensive coordinator Chris Marv? Kind of what's his what's his mo? What's he like? What can Virginia Tech hokey faithful football fans expect from him down the uh, down the line?
3: He expects excellence every day. He expects that you're the at your best every day and I respect it so much like he he's definitely made me a lot better person a lot better player since his time being here he just he he never wants you to like ever look back and be like did I did I give him all or question ever giving your all and just having a guy like that and a teacher like that and he's a great leader of men I would say like he can just he can own a room when he walks in the room you know he's there and it's just, a, it's, he's a great guy. He's a great man to learn from. And I'm, I'm so excited to go through the season with him as well.
0: Dax, NIL is a competitive and lucrative and new space. I'm not going to assume here, but I feel like Dax Holifield is not overly, uh, overly interested in, in that space, but everybody's getting in it. Um, how did yeah. you evaluate the different collectives that you had? And then also, why did you choose to go with Triumph? And how has that relationship been
4: for you? Um,
3: I just, Listen to different guys and what they had, what they were telling they could do for me. Uh, actually, last year I went to the guy out of Atlanta and just a, a sort of a collective down there, and it didn't didn't really work great. But this year, um, Kevin Jones and Brandon Hill with <clears throat> with Triumph, they really reached out to me after the spring game and told me about what they were trying to do. And it means a lot to me that it was former players and guys that have that have a relationship with the. That with the athletic department and the football team, and I think that means a lot. So I know they know what we're going through, and and what they how they can help us best. And so just being there, just being those those it being those guys, and then being familiar with us and the family that the brotherhood that we have here at Virginia Tech really meant a lot to me. And that's why I decided to go with them.
0: A big question mark for this year. From the fans has been the running back room. We got a lot of talent in the running back room, whether it's mm-hmm. Malachi Thomas, Jalen Holston, uh, Kenji Christian was a highly talented recruit. And the guy that I think a lot of people are sleeping on is Chance Black. I wanted to ask you tell us a little bit about it. You're doing a lot of middle drill, spending a lot of time over there, hitting heads with mm-hmm. those running backs. What what can we expect from the running back room this year?
3: Yeah, they're definitely a talented room. Uh, you're, one guy you're missing is Bryce Duke. He's on my block okay. in the locker room. And he's He's, he's a complete player, I'd say, especially when it comes to just running routes and being able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, he's he's really good at that. Um, and in today's game, that that carries a lot of weight, I would say, and just being able to get the ball in space and him, it'll make you miss. But Chance Black, very explosive player. Um, he can put his foot in the ground and get vertical really fast and he'll run right past you. Jalen Holston, man, he just loves the game. And he'll run – he's 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 a guy. He's not scared of contact. Um and he's he he knows what you you know we're going to get with him. You know, what I'm saying he's going to he's going to get vertical. He's going to get that extra yard or two. Um Who else is there? Um Oh, Malachi, he's a stud. You know, if you come out and play play really well as a freshman in ACC, you're 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 a good player. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for the whole room. They're, they have a lot of talent in there. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good year for Hokies in the run game. I'd say. This is
0: the last question before we get into some
3: fun questions here from Rapid
0: Fire. Um, when you end your tech career, Dax, and everything you put into this program—again, you mentioned three defensive coordinators, a pandemic, a coaching change, NIL—what do you want fans to remember about Dax Hollowfield?
3: Um, I would say just I never quit. Honestly, like that's my biggest thing is like whatever life throws at you, whatever comes your way, it's just. It, it's never the mountains. The mountains are never too high. You can always climb it. And the storm only lasts so long. I would say, just put your head down and get through it, and give everything you have to the program. And also, I want to be the guy that gets this place, or one of the guys. We have I mean, because we'll obviously we have a great group of leaders on this on this team. I want to be one of the guys that sets this place in the right direction for the future and this in this new staff, and and just set the standard that this place uh, is owed. I would say. And, and set it back to what the guys before us built, and that's really what that's what I want to be before. I would say.
0: Let's have some fun. It's time for some rapid fire. Um, yep. It hasn't been as rapid, so feel free to expand a little bit. Maybe we'll ask you to expand. But uh, curious, what is Dax Hallfield listening sp- listening to? Sons of Spotify. What uh, what kind of music do you listen to, Dax? Oh man,
3: I love taller shoulders. Um, big big into bluegrass. I would say uh, big day, for, Grateful Dead guy. Uh, who else? Led Zeppelin. A lot of classic rock. Uh, that's really what I like to listen to. Honestly, I like a good guitar. If they, if you've got a good song's got a good guitar, um, I'm in it.
4: What's your What's your favorite Led Zeppelin song?
3: Ooh, when the levee breaks, that just when gets me levee fired breaks. up, man. <laughs> when, when, when the, the harmonica, um, it just it just it fires me up, man. I love it. My brother's got a guitar
0: in his room and he plays when the levy breaks for about three hours a day. So <laughs> oh, man. It's, been,
3: it's a good song,
0: but it's been been overplayed for me a little bit. Really um, pre game routine. You lay your socks out any different? Packy Naughton walked us through this weird oh, shoe, funny thing that he does. Um, you know, what What do you have going De- Wyatt Teller used to walk, you the pop it, uh, the uh, smelling salts all the time. What's your pre game routine?
3: Honestly, it got to be ridiculous. Like, I'm so, like, superstitious that, like, and I would add things every week. If it worked, if I had a good game the week before, I'd definitely add the, the different components that I did the week before. But one thing I've always done throughout my whole career is I got these, these pink underwear, this pink Tommy Hill figure of underwear that I always wear. Um, and also a cold shower right when I get into the building. Just got to get that. I don't know. He's got to get that. Got to get it flowing. Got to get that little shot going. Feeling good and cold shower and my pink underwear is my the two things I would say. Cold shower and pink underwear for Dax Hollifield.
2: Um, I did not I did not have the pink underwear on my bingo board over here. <laughs> I did not. Either. I did not either. <laughs>
0: potential potential nil exiting thing. You could auction off your pink underwear. Who knows? You might have some buyers there if you don't frame them yeah. yourself. It's um, got a
3: few holes in it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Favorite memory playing against the Carolina school?
3: Ooh. Honestly, my freshman year when I think it was Ladler in the hit the running back on, like, the one-yard line, and it ball just pops up, and I see it, and Quillen picks up and, and stumbles for, like, on the three. But that was incredible because I, I was like, dang, we got to stop right here. They had just had a big pop pass by the tight end. And as my freshman year, they were booing me. Uh, so that that just watching that being on the one yard and watching the ball pop up in the critical situation in the game, and then us going down and scoring and a, win- a game winning drive was just it was just incredible. And so that was probably my favorite memory. But there's a lot of them though, honestly. So
0: so I don't mean to sound like a boomer here. Um, everybody thinks that they did things the right way when they were at tech. And we were talking to hunter couture earlier today. And I was like, hey, you've you done any tubing down at New River Junction? And he's like, what is that? That kind of bothers me. So, one, have you been doing any New River Junction oh, yeah. tubing? And what is your favorite summertime Blacksburg
3: activity? Dude, I'm a big outdoorsman, and I love just getting outside. That's my favorite thing, do. Uh, I've, I've, New River, I've done that a lot. It's, it's just a great float. You know, the the mountain, and the just beautiful. just looking up there. Uh, the quarry is is another one, nice one too. I would say uh, getting getting it's nice blue water is really cool. Uh, where else is there? There's a bunch of great hiking spots out here, man. Like the the Dragon's Tooth is really cool. Uh, McAfee's Knob and the 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 Falls, whatever they're called, that's a great spot too. So I, I like doing all that stuff, uh, and also I like cutting grass, I, being outside and just cutting grass in my yard. So that's, that's also that's also what I like to do. Do you have a pair of underwear you
0: usually wear when you cut your grass or is that, that pretty standard?
3: Uh, usually like compression shorts, trying to get chaked up. But
4: <laughs> Keep that gold bond. No yeah. Oh,
3: that, that, is, that is religious right now, For we're being completely honest, every morning.
0: Yes. Um, if football – I love this question. This is one of my favorite submissions we ever got. Uh, Brady Woolwine wants to know if football players had a walk-up song like they do in baseball – what would your walk-up song be? Ooh, hold on. Pulling up just, the spot. you're on Spotify,
3: right? Yeah, I am on Spotify. Okay, okay. Where? Speaking is of
0: which, it? While you're pulling yeah. it up, everybody listening on Spotify, please leave us five stars. Dax, if you're if you're on there, leave us five stars, please. Uh,
3: I I'm will trying, do that.
4: Trying to get that rating up.
3: Honestly, call me the breeze, baby. Call that is my song, my
4: Leonard Skinner. L- Leonard
3: Skinner, let's yes. go, yes sir. That's my <laughs> no that's my way. song right there, 100. percent. That'd be my song. <laughs> great. So choice. down in 2020 spring break, that was my song, man. Uh, it was a great time. I think we broke the world, honestly, down there in Key West. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> came back, <laughs> um everything got shut down, so it was crazy.
0: I think every I think every tech student who's going to Key West has left saying I think that we broke the world, but in reality, at least for me, Key West broke me. When, we, when you get to day three or day four, and you're like, "Wait, we got we got three more we got three more days at
3: Key West, dude." It's it, oh, it is a it tremendous was, It was, it was, a, it was a gr- I drove down there from black dude, in the Jeep. <laughs> what psycho? My dad did it when the he was Jeep. in high school. My dad did when he was in college, and he was like, "Man, I I drove down to Key West one spring break." I was like, Bet, you did it! I got to do it!" So I did it. It was a great, it was a great experience.
0: Okay, look, I've driven to I've driven to California from the East Coast, but that drive you 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 couldn't pay me to do. I feel like that drive. back. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the drive drive down
3: was cool. The drive back probably wasn't. Oh, the drive back was miserable, honestly. Uh But the drive down was definitely worth it. You're you're key hopping, you're island hopping, and you see the. We got there right when the sun was was coming up. The sunrise it was beautiful, but it, that made it work the whole the whole the whole trip. I would say.
0: What do you envision Dax Hollifield doing in twenty years? Is Dax Hollifield going to be out in a ranch in Wyoming? Is he going to be coaching college uh, high school football? Man, in North Carolina. Is he going to be building bridges? What is Dax Hollifield going? to It's barring you breaking the world. What are you going to be doing in twenty years?
3: Honestly, I have no clue. Uh, could do all those things. I maybe I could probably I, I'd like to like be like involved in I'd probably like to get a bunch of properties in like Blacksburg and just buy them up and, and rent them out. And I'd be the handyman and just work on it. If something broke, I'd come and fix it. And so that would be my 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 dream job is just have a bunch of rentals and just fix them up and just keep them, keep them going. And that's really probably what I see myself doing in, like 20 years.
0: Hollyfield Handyman and Housing Incorporated.
2: You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> uh Dax, what's your favorite oh. sports movie?
3: Favorite sports movie. <clears throat> definitely uh Show is Eastbound and Down.
4: Oh, let's uh, go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's from <laughs> Shelby.
4: Yep. Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers.
3: Shelby, so, uh definitely The Show is Eastbound and Down. Um uh, What's my favorite sports movie? That probably we are Marshall. I'd say that's a really good movie. I really like that movie. Um, no, why? but it's just a good, good story. Um, Rudy, no, Rudy is a good one. I, even though I like Notre Dame, I just love the, the underdog. And I don't know if he was offside or not, but it's the movie's good,
2: you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, on the topic of movies, have you seen Top Gun Maverick?
3: I have not, I never got a chance to go see it. Oh, that did insane. not, I'm, that's I'm right. it was, there we was gotta fix tape. that. Yeah.
2: You got uh, camp on. It. You got yeah. You got camp on Monday. You got about you know a little less than uh, seventy two hours to go out and see Top Gun yeah. Maverick. Got to go get. Yeah, got to go out. That
4: movie back. screams Dax Hollowfield. That blows my mind. Not, I the thing there. is,
3: is like I watched Top Gun the week before it came out. I never got a chance around a chance to go do it. I don't know why I didn't do it. I I'll, uh, I I'll promise you that I will watch it in the next week. Oh, you'll 100%. you'll love it.
4: See you love it in IMAX. Got to see it in IMAX. But celebrity crush. you to send a Ooh. Who's your uh, celebrity crush? Celebrity crush.
3: Man. Brad Pitt's pretty cool, man. <laughs> he, <laughs> I like Brad Pitt.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, no way. Uh, oh, uh, That's um,
3: <laughs> who else? Oh, uh... I do. Riley Green, man, like, he looks like he lives a life, dude. <laughs> he can sing, play guitar. He likes going outdoors and hunting. He's from Alabama, like
1: <laughs> I didn't a ask southern you man. Celeb- I
0: didn't ask you for your dream celebrity homeboy. I asked you for your celebrity <laughs> crush, man. Come on.
3: <laughs> oh. Uh, homeboy. Oh, crush. Used to be Rihanna, no doubt. Okay. Rihanna <laughs> was back in. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll go with her. Okay, it's pretty far. That's a good choice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Favorite game you played in from Virginia Tech in your in your four years? Oh man, I mean the, the
3: easy answer is North Carolina, six overtimes. But there's been a lot of classes with them. Uh, oh, honestly, playing NC State during COVID and getting a sack against them, I got a bunch of guys I went to high school with, and and just no they go to NC state and just playing them and getting that, dub was it, was a good, was a really good, was a really fun one for me personally. And, uh, it's going to be fun playing there in uh, Carter family, this, this, uh, Thursday night, this, this coming fall. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully we get that done again.
4: So Jeremy counts had a good, uh, rapid fire dining hall. Are you a West end Turner place, Hokey grill, Broans, Dietrich, DX or Dietz place kind of guy? Mm.
3: So new hall West was right across the West end. So I probably spent, well, I definitely spent the majority of the time uh, my freshman year, s- spring semester, in in the chop house. It got me a steak and potato every day. Crosby put me on that diet and got me looking good. So I was definitely there, 12-ounce ribeye and a, and a baked potato every day. I was definitely a Westing guy, I would say. But right now, I love Hokie Grill, the Chick-fil-A. I go in there and take the freshman swipes. Um, definitely my go-to right now. Is that move? That move, looking for the fight.
4: Yes, sir. <laughs> Your personal favorite Coach Bud Foster memory?
3: Honestly, I remember, like, one fall camp. He came down, led the marching band out into the practice field and was being the conductor out there, just getting riled up, uh, just one after one hard – one practice, one fall. And it was just – it was a great memory. It's one of my top memories from here, I'd say. He, just, he looked like he really had a fun time. So <laughs> –
0: Let's do some uh, team-related rapid fire here. First one, a walk-on that is an absolute
3: stud. Just your stud walk-on, Kakavitis. stud. Okay. What about? He's a scholarship now, but William Kakavitis is a stud. Love him. He's a he's a baller. Who
0: gives the biggest pop on middle drill? You can we'll, we'll rule you out because I'm assuming that would be your first. uh out.
3: Silas, honestly. Uh, he's just so explosive. It's ridiculous. It don't matter how hard you hit him. He's going to, he definitely has a lot of, more power than you. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous how, how strong he is. Probably Silas, I would say.
0: I love Silas, man, but we were talking about your, your outfit at, uh, at <laughs> day. we got to get somebody to tie Silas's tie, or maybe they don't have ties that go long. He did a
3: double, time. he had a double Windsor on. And yeah, I told him, to I was like, like, I was like, you need a, you need a half or, Whatever single wizard or something like that, but he it just it just really he really choked it up, you know what I'm saying? But it, he looked really good. He did, for, he did. That it was a struggle finding stuff that fit him. I was about to say Silas like, it was is also ridiculous. he's a yeah. very large man. Right. Like, it was so hard. On the way down, they had to we had to stop, they had to stop and get him another dress shirt because it was the, his arms are way too long. No, there's no shirt or coat that fit him. His arms are like like a, a crazy length.
0: Mm-hmm. What about a highlight reel play from spring game? We talked about the 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 tree and and jumping out of the tree, um, but was there a certain play from spring game that stood out to you um,
1: over the course of spring practice? Um, this spring,
3: I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of learning. Um, me personally, I had, I had a couple of good ones. I, I filled ISO. And really stop one in the backfield. That was probably my favorite one, uh, but I don't like plays. Chamari, you know Chamari does Chamari things. He'll he'll run with a speed motion to the boundary, and just you'll feel like a whiff of air going behind your head, and you'll know, next thing you hear is just somebody getting laid out on the sideline, and that's probably one of the best plays for spring ball this past this past this past spring. I would say him just knocking somebody clean out.
2: Funniest guy
3: on the team. Oh man, that's gonna be a tough one. Eli Adams. That dude's a nut, man. He's hilarious. Eli Adams or Taiwan Garbutt. Um, you can't argue with Taiwan about basketball. I promise you, you're gonna lose. There's no way that you could ever think of more historical facts or like who was better than LeBron. I think he he loves LeBron, so yeah, he's definitely gonna.
2: Beat you on that I know Taiwan Garbutt is a big Lakers guy I think um just from seeing on Twitter and uh Dax yep. you are the second you are the second person to say that Garbutt is the funniest person Oscar Bradburn the is. exact same thing Oscar said that like close to three years ago um so we got to get we got to get Taiwan on the podcast hey, Ty's, Ty's funny yeah it's very funny oh, guy yeah. <laughs> uh who is the strongest guy on the team
3: um I think probably Norrell or Mario, I would say. Uh, Norrell did like 525, or I think he did 500 like eight times. And I literally about passed out on my fifth rep, and he just kept going. It was nuts. His eyes were bloodshot after the max. It was crazy. Um, He can bench too, man. He's probably close to a 400-pound bencher as well. Um, Can clean a lot. Got like 345-pound clean. Um, Strong dude. So probably him
4: was a young player, like a freshman or a sophomore, who's killing it right now, uh, like whether that be camp workouts?
3: Jaden Keller. That dude has blown up, man. Like, he came in, looked like a lot like a basketball player, a little, little skinny guy. He was always athletic and really strong, but now he just looks hard. He looks like a dude now. Um, he's one of the guys that really took advantage of this, like the nutrition and the strength and conditioning aspect of the thing. He just really did a good job this offseason. Um, becoming just he, he just looks really good.
0: So, we're going to transition into some fan questions here. Letters from the lunch pail, they're brought to you by Sharky's. Dax, what's your favorite, uh, favorite wings that you get from Sharky's, or do you opt for a cheeseburger? What are you getting when you go to Sharky's?
3: Dude, the um, the cheeseburger wrap is really good, um, uh, at Sharky's, which is really good, but I, I'm more, I like the like a medium hot wing, not too crazy. I like the flavor of it and like a lot of ranch. Um,
1: not a blue cheese. Guy.
3: Okay. I'm a ranch guy. hundred percent.
0: Okay. So yeah. first question comes from the Brent pry fan club, creative that name there. What is your favorite Virginia tech picture of all time? And why is it the picture of you and coach Foster with the bloody nose? We, we tweeted that out yesterday.
3: Fantastic. Yes, it definitely. is that, um, a lot of the that sophomore year, my helmet just kept busting my nose open. there was a lot of good ones from that. Got definitely got a lot of attention, uh, but uh, probably is that one I would say, just him or him and Alan and me after that game, which is really really cool. Allen's one of my best friends in the world; love that guy. And just having that photo was is a really cool one. I'm definitely going to get that hung up somewhere one day.
0: Couple questions: One, did you get a helmet that works? Or I feel like you would just want. Your
3: helmet to do that to you. I feel like that's kind of your. It got to yeah. It's, it's the second, first second time was really cool. Um, when, it's, when it started when when it started busting open every game and they started taking me out of the game for it, it's, it got annoying. But, you know, we finally found a found a helmet that works. I'm actually wearing probably gonna wear the the axiom this year, the new Rondale helmet, which is it's really it's like it looks like a Halo helmet, and yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Can you talk to me a little bit about Tisdale? Uh, Tisdale, I mean, unbelievable career. Um, to go through what he went through with COVID and, and losing a ton of weight and pushing through that. Mm-hmm. Kind of we we haven't heard a lot about Tisdale. So I want to hear he's in your room and uh tell us a little bit about how his progression is
3: going. He's gotten a lot bigger over the last year. And um, that is that was his biggest thing, I would say. Uh just staying getting bigger to stay healthy. He would just get banged up a lot. He, used to, he played, like, his sophomore year, our sophomore year, like 190 pounds. And throughout a 12-game a season, or however many games it is, used, that's not maintainable, I would say. And him just gaining a good weight. Um, and also, this past year, him being getting his, being twitchy and being able to bend and just getting his uh endurance and his lung capacity up. Uh, it's been really helpful for him. Just staying in shape and just being able to not get tired out there will be huge for him. Um, I'm excited for him. I love playing beside that guy. And he's coming in with him. We've had, we've known each other a long time. Just, I'm excited for him this year.
2: So John Cranham says, okay, Dax, tell us about your best moment at VT that is unrelated to football.
1: Oh, man. Best moment. This is a hard question, dude.
3: Honestly, I've always loved Best Man's, man. Like Best Man's is the highlight of my year. Just hanging out with the boys early in the morning. 6 a.m. Having a few, having a few uh beverages, man. It's just it's honestly it's the highlight of my year. After you go through a, a grind of a spring, just no Saturdays really off. You just get to have that time with your boys and you celebrate what you accomplished. And that's really, I would say that's my highlight. That's been my best memories over the years as those days.
2: And then rec three, one, two, four says, when is Dax going to retry that pizza challenge at Benny's? Man,
3: (laughs) man, I got to keep my figure right, dude. Like, It's hard, man. I look at I look at a carb and I'll gain some weight, man. Like it's it's tough being, being being that way. So I I might one day. Honestly, you should get my brother or my my father to come and do it. My dad said a many times he could have done it with ease. Uh, my brother gained like eighty pounds this past year. Um, we saw. What we saw. He has blown up. Oh quite yeah, hard. yeah. He has yeah. gotten really big. He's actually gotten really really strong. He's probably mm-hmm. as strong as me right now. So um, I think he could probably do it. He likes to eat. But my dad, my dad
2: can definitely do it. Jared Hewitt, what is the capital of North Carolina?
3: Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh,
0: why, why is that? That's Ricky a, Bobby. Uh, come, on, on, come on, man. Talladega Nights. Come on, man. <laughs>
2: All right. You, <laughs> you know, we're giving Dax a hard time for not seeing Top Gun Maverick, and you haven't seen Talladega yeah. Nights. What are we doing?
4: That's a, that's a
0: miss. <laughs> that's a miss on my part.
4: Parker Chrisman. How much hate have you gotten from UVA fans after telling Bryce Perkins to get off the field in 2018 as a freshman? Yeah. I
3: didn't know he was hurt that play, but um it didn't look. The angle was not great. It didn't look great. But yeah, I've gotten a lot of hate. I remember some guy on a message board telling me like, "I hope he tears his ACL or something." Like, that. I'm like, "Dude, you're on another level right now." Like there was there's been a lot of hate. A lot of a lot of Twitter a lot of been I've been added a lot from that that little post so uh, or that little video so it's it is what it is it comes with it.
0: Look, it's nothing that a pound cake couldn't fix. I feel like pound cake is big in Charlottesville. Maybe uh-huh. uh, maybe send him a pound cake and everything will uh, everything will be okay.
3: I might send one down there this fall. <laughs> uh,
0: Shannon Burton. I like this question. So I'm going to do some remixing here. But he said, Dax really applied a lot of very hard hits on the field last year, including one or a few that got him ejected. What technique change, if any, have you made to prevent getting ejected for illegal hits? And I'll just add, what are your – I'd love to get your take on kind of – I'm not asking you to trash the rule, but people need to understand that a rule like that actually puts people in more danger than it does –
3: anything in my opinion so I'll, I'll let you uh I'll let you take that one it's it's tough honestly just honestly lowering your trajectory but honestly not even having a trajectory at all they really the launch is a lot of times we get a lot of people in trouble I would say and I think Notre Dame game my I definitely didn't hit him in the head but they said I launched my body uh at him and that's 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 a a flag which it's, it's getting, it's getting tough. because um, Honestly, already, it's so hard to get guys down nowadays, especially in open space. And things happen so fast in the game. Things are all so bang, bang. You don't really get the, I don't know, it's not very, It's, it's it happens so fast that you don't really get that, not aim, but like pick and choose where you get to tackle a guy. It's more, you just got to go back to your fun, technique and fundamentals and trust your training and just learn how to, uh, tackle lower. Honestly, the role tackle um, that was that Pete Carroll int- started introducing about 10 years ago has really helped the game. And Just trying to uh, just take people's legs out instead of aiming high has been really good for tackling, I'd say, and defenders. So,
0: Dax, we've had a ton of fun. I uh, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. I'm going to turn this over for shout-outs for you, but first thing I need to do is my well-documented trip across America uh, in my 2004 F-150. Um, came to an abrupt end when my transmission gave out in all places of America, Shelby, North Carolina. Yep. So I want to shout out Shelby Transmission in Shelby, North Carolina. I straight up just left my truck there with a note on the door. They held it there for three months. They put the transmission back in, honored my warranty. Amazing, amazing people at Shelby. So uh, Dax, shout out to to your town and those amazing people and Pat. For driving down to Shelby at like midnight <coughs> and picking me up, so
4: wonderful, wonderful people down in Shelby, North Carolina, Dax. Bill, you hey. should have left it at uh, Ashley Schaefer BMW. Well, here's the thing: a hundred percent. I
0: I couldn't leave it anywhere. My truck decided that it was going to be left right where it was, and it was in front of Shelby Transmission. So where
3: did you where it, right? Where is that? Is it on seventy four? I'm guessing the, the main road through there. What where, where yes. exactly was it at? Tell, tell
0: me tell some I'll tell you right. Well, the surroundings were, I, I got to tell you, man, down bad. That was about the yeah. downest of bad that I have ever been. Uh, it was late yeah. night. I had a truck full of stuff in my U-Haul. Um, you know, it was on 734 Nally Drive. It's by April's Bling Bling Room. Uh, it is by the Debs Mini Mart, Devers, Devers Field Cabinetry. Um, not sure. Dixie Tire and Diesel.
3: Not oh, sure, I know that is, is, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it was right. Yeah. It was right there. My truck literally gave out, looked to my left and I was like, this is where it's going. And that's where it went. And that's where it stayed for three or four months. So wonderful. Did you get some barbecue
3: while you're down there? It was no barbecue? I, I It was midnight. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't get anything. I, next time, if I break down there again, I'll make sure it's during the daytime and I'll swoop by. Yeah, and get too. You told us on the last podcast, maybe I, you know, I, it might've been a good idea to go to Jack in the box, but I know, you know, usually Jack in the box is followed by not great things. So.
3: Um, Dude, the tacos! Will, I love those tacos, but they, they'll get your stomach rolling. So yeah, didn't need them. Good tacos. So shout out, Dax. This is
0: your time. Uh, you got a departing message for the fans. Where can people find you on social media? This is uh, this is your this is your time.
3: Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Chief Dax something underscore something. But underscore for the fans, 25. I got you. underscore twenty five. I think it's four two, uh, but honestly for the fans i'm just i'm excited for this year um there's really for me people ask me all the time like how's it going to be i was like there's really no talking about it it's just time for us to go do it and trust our training and all the hard work we put in throughout the throughout this whole offseason and just for a bunch of the older guys it's going to mean a lot to us to actually go out there and have some success and when those when those moments in the game when the game is on the line and it's just the play to make the game i feel like we have a lot of guys that care so much that's going to get done, um, and it's going to be—it's going to be a good year. I can feel it, especially on defense.
0: Dax, dear gentleman and a scholar, I appreciate your time and best of luck this upcoming fall.
3: Thank you.
1: to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, "Oh, I know what you're thinking."